John 10, 28. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them from my hand. Welcome back to the Homesick Pod. We're so excited to do this episode. Like, we're actually really pumped right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this is the last episode of season one. But we're super excited for season two. We've got, like, so much stuff Mm. planned and so many ideas. We're thinking of getting deep into how we should be set apart as followers of Christ and all that. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned for that. We're going to be planning that out heaps and recording. And, yeah, we're just really excited to... Um, share more yeah. about our faith journeys with all of you guys. So shall we start with some prayer? Absolutely. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this day that you've created and I thank you that because of your um, incredible sacrifice on the cross that we can mm. be sure of our salvation in you and yeah. we have the ability to put all of our identity in you and uh, turn our eyes to you and turn our eyes to heaven and away from the brokenness and the sin Amen. in this world. Yeah. I pray that today you'll help us learn more through your word about um, how we can put our identity in you and Mm. and the assurance of our salvation and just um, topics around that and sort of learning a little bit more. We just pray that you would speak through Abby and I that, um, yeah, our words would be your words and Mm. um, the people listening would hear what you want them to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So good. So yeah, today we're going to be talking about our identity, rooting our identity in Christ and how we can be assured of our salvation in Christ. So getting right into it, we're going to first talk about, yeah, salvation. So the main thing about um, knowing our identity in Christ is being, I guess, certain of our salvation. And I know a lot of the time that's a really hard thing to um, grasp. Mm. The Bible says to believe and you'll be saved and that is all basically we get really Mm. um i guess sucked into all the little itty bits of um, being justified and sanctified and trying to prove ourselves to god and you know faith through works and all that type of stuff but in reality all you have to do is believe in christ and there is um you know when you believe in christ there's a lot of hard work that goes into that so then reflected in our actions which we'll get Mm. into later on but um the main thing is just yeah knowing that you are saved because of what jesus did which was his death on the cross and Mm -hmm. yeah so first of all you got to understand that all of us are sinners all of us are evil and we're all unworthy and we don't deserve anything at all we deserve hell and that's the truth. God doesn't owe us anything. The thing is, once you realize de- de- <laughs> once you realize the depravity of our sin, you can begin to understand the incredibility of God's grace. So you'll never ever begin to um, really appreciate God's work on the cross until you understand how evil we are ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read Romans three twenty two to twenty six, which says, "The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe." For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by His blood to be received by faith. 
This was to show God's righteousness, because in his divine forbearance he has passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time, so that he might be just and justify of the one who has faith in Jesus. So yeah, the death and resurrection of Jesus was to save us and ultimately to show God's righteousness. Um, this is something that I struggle to like understand because it seems like horrible that God has such hatred towards sin. But our sin is so evil and God is so holy. So the two things just, they don't line up together. God's nature is to first punish our sin, but because of his grace and mm. perfect love, he is so graceful and merciful, sending Jesus to die for us. So that's proving his righteousness and his holiness because it's turned from... Um, you know, the punishment of sin and it's turned into the salvation of us and how we can be saved and instead of us going to hell if we believe in Christ, we can go to heaven and that's all through Him and not us. None of that was us. We didn't, um, you know, we didn't do anything to earn it whereas Jesus just did that for us because He loved us. So we don't deserve it and we couldn't earn it. Like the Lord doesn't justify us, us following rules or whatever. Um, that's not gonna get us to heaven and if we believe in our own works we're just minimizing God's amazing grace so we're ignoring the work that he did on the cross so I think um, yeah we just need to admit that we aren't strong enough we need to admit that we're sinners and mm. then we can find true salvation in Christ um, there's this one verse that I want to read which says um, in 1 John 5, 11 to 14, it says, And this is a testimony that God gave us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. Whoever has a son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have towards Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. The main thing that stands out to me is that we can have confidence and that's when it comes down to having a confident identity in Jesus and our security in Jesus. Because if we have confidence in our salvation and we know where our salvation is rooted in, which is um, Jesus, right? And that's when we begin to understand that it's not about us, but it's about God. And we can be secure and we can, mm. be, um, we can feel forgiven. We can feel loved and hopeful because we are rooting everything inside of that salvation and not inside of us and also um you can't lose your salvation as the bible says in many verses um yeah you once you're circumcised you can't uncircumcise yourself once you're born again you can't unborn yourself so w since we have that assurance that we're rooted in jesus we have nothing to fear and we have nothing to be scared of because of that so yeah i think that's just the main thing is just realizing that yeah, we have an assurance and that's in Christ. And yeah, and that that's the foundation of all other aspects of our identity. Yeah, so good. I just love that like you can only truly understand God's mm. grace once you realize how sinful we are as humans. Like we need him so yeah. much. And but uh yeah, you wouldn't be able to realize his incredible mm. grace before you truly understand how broken we are. And not just from mm. things that we do, but ultimately just our sinful nature mm. that's, like, not in our control. Yeah. Through salvation and, um, yeah, through the work mm. of Jesus on the cross, we're reunited with Christ and reunited with God through that and yeah. then adopted into his heavenly family. 
Um, yeah, like it says in Ephesians 1 verses 4 to 5, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us for adoption Amen. to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. So from before the creation of the world, it was God's will to reconcile mm. us with himself. I mean, and that so man, good. that's so crazy. Like he loves us wow. so much that he knew yeah. what we were going to do, but still he followed through with his plan. Mm. It's just so cool. Um, and then I love the bit about how we're holy and blameless yeah. in his sight, right? Like, God sees us now as sinless because of... Amen, amen. Because we've been washed clean so by good. Jesus. Like, that's crazy. And we have to remember that it's not through any work amen. of our own, but only through his sacrifice. And, yeah, like, that's where pride can come in. We're like... Yeah, yeah. Um, After salvation, right, when God sees you as as blameless, like, you can be like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go me. But no, it's nothing to do with you. Um, And it's... Yeah, not by any work of our own. And um, I have a couple more verses about adoption. And just to reiterate that. So in Romans 8 verse 15, it says, The spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Then in John 1 verse 12 but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So like you were saying before about salvation, like we become children just simply by believing, right? There's no like five steps to heaven, five steps to be adopted or whatever. Like it's not um, like that. And at the end of the day, it is something that is beyond us. Like, <laughs> And that's probably part of the reason why yeah. it yeah. like confuses people, I guess, because... It's so, um, it's so incredible, and it's something that our tiny human brains <laughs> yep. cannot understand That's so and true, comprehend, yeah. right? <laughs> like, um, yeah. And then also in First John three verse one, it says, "See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God." And this, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him, mm, and so and that the reason that we um are adopted and that God adopts us is because of this incredible love that he has for us. Mm. Um, and yeah, his love conquered everything Amen. on the cross, That's right? So like love was the reason that he did this for mm. us. And on the cross, yeah, Jesus was like, take this cup from me if you can. Right. But, um, he still was willing to do that yeah. for us because that, incredible love that he has for us which we'll just never be able yeah. to understand because it's it's completely outside of us mm. and then from this like understanding of our adoption into God's family we can then um change how we're labeling ourselves which mm. is something yeah. we've already talked about a lot in the last couple of episodes but um just at the end of the day, when we know that this world isn't our home and it's not where we belong and um, we're set apart from that, mm. then the things that we call ourselves change. And we've talked a lot about what those actually yeah. are in the last couple of episodes. If you haven't listened go to it, go do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, some things that it could be would be like 
that you're now forgiven and you're chosen and you're loved by God. Yeah, like in the rooting your identity from instead of worldly identity, as we've talked about a lot before, <laughs> they um <laughs> said that like four yeah. times in the last minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay. Just go listen to episode four and five. Um but yeah, at the end of the day, it's just love like that's the most um the most important label I guess is just that you are a a loved child of God mm. and yeah, through that process of adoption that's um you're now in his family yeah, and that's that just so good. Incredible. Yeah. And you wanna talk about mm. yeah, so what we do after that. <laughs> um yeah, I just wanted to read the verses. Ephesians one thirteen to fourteen. It says In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. So, yeah, I love that verse because it really just kind of encompasses everything how, um, yeah, when we have faith in God, we're acknowledging that we'll never be enough, but he is enough Mm. and he's working through our lives constantly. And that is so cool. Um, and Colossians one twenty one to 22 says, And you who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he is now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. Like that, that blows my mind. Like we are now oh, found yeah. blameless in front of Christ because of what Christ did. Like we didn't do anything. Christ did it all. Mm. And yet we're found blameless and he has forgiven all of our sins. Um, so, yeah, and I think once we, um, you know, once we realize how um, God did it all for us, then we we want to um, live a life that reflects Jesus. Like, that's not a, mm. ugh, I have to do this. It's a, oh, I really want to do this because God has done so much for me. Just this little thing of being kinder to somebody else is just a reflection of what Christ did on the cross. And if mm-hmm. God can, can can forgive my millions of sins, why can't I just forgive this one little itty-bitty thing that Lily did to <laughs> yeah. me the other day? No. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> like, you know, that just changes your whole perspective on how you want to live mm. your life. And so when we are confident in our faith in Christ, then that changes the way that we seek to live our lives. And that changes the way that, um, you know, we treat other people and we treat ourselves because mm-hmm. we're, um, yeah, we're rooting everything in Him. And there is, um, there is a consistency. And, you know, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. There is a consistency found in Christ that we can't find anywhere else. So when we root our identity and we build our foundation on Christ, we're living a life better than anyone can live just because we have Christ in it. Um mm. Yeah, and I think people think that once you choose to follow Jesus, your life's going to be boring and rule-following and annoying. I don't know. I don't know what Mm. stereotypes there's around. There's so many stereotypes. But (laughs) basically, all (laughs) the stereotypes are wrong because when you're living a life for Christ, you're living the most fulfilling, purposed life. And yeah, when we choose to follow Him, we're choosing to deny ourselves in our flesh. When you understand the immensity of God's grace, we choose to die to our flesh and we choose to give that up and we choose to follow Christ instead. And yeah, so that is cool. the most freeing experience ever. And it's a constant mm. daily thing that we have to do, but it is so worth it. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I love that so much. 
just like ah oh, everything <laughs> yeah everything <laughs> everything you know I used to be um such like a chore to read the bible now I'm I'm like no I want to read another mm. chapter I want to read more <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make time because yeah it just changes yeah it's just so life-giving though like People, honestly, I feel like that's like a huge thing that people see from the outside of Christianity that they're like, oh, the Bible's just like this whole big like book of rules. Like why on earth would mm-hmm. I want to like read that for yeah. that? Um, which is just such a big misconception. And Christians know like this book is the most precious thing. Mm. And yeah, and I feel like people just see it as like, this um, guidelines and rules that you have to meet in order to get into heaven. But the reality is that we're never going to be able to do that for ourselves and we're never going to reach perfection. So um, that's Mm. not like what the, um, what God's put those there for. And we follow the Bible and all these like, I guess rules because um quotation marks <laughs> because we know that the Bible <laughs> is a gift from God and he knows that um Amen. He knows how we can live our lives to be most fulfilling for us because he's our creator and he knows us inside and out and yeah. those things are for our good and maybe from a worldly perspective it doesn't look That's like they're so for good. our good but um they are because mm. he knows us and he loves us and he wouldn't want anything but the best for us. So that's why Amen, as Christians so we spend good. our lives yeah. working on um, following the word of God and becoming more like Jesus um, because it's a response to God's mm. gift of grace to us. And mm. through Jesus' death on the cross, we get to have salvation and it's nothing of our own. So we're never going to reach perfection and we have yeah, to know that. But... but that's not what we're striving for. Yeah, that is so but, good. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, you know, uh, yeah, when you when you choose to follow Jesus, you're given the Holy Spirit to lead your life and mm. um, the Holy Spirit will nudge you and convict you and help you improve to be a better Christian um, and, you know, to achieve sanctification. But um, that that's not like a have-to thing. It's a want-to thing. It's a... I want to change for the better. And yeah, I think um, a lot of people who have grown up in a Christian home would have, you know, felt this feeling of, ugh, I have to do this and that to achieve some sort of, um, I don't know, approval from God, mm. you know. But um, once you realize how mm. you don't it's have to, it's so not attainable, and though. It's just like, it was so mind blowing. Yeah, it's not. No matter but how hard we try, like literally our whole entire lives, you're never gonna get mm. there, and that's scary. But also, exactly, God's but, grace is sufficient, and and it is enough. So it is good. So enough. Yeah, yes. yeah. When you know who you are in Christ, mm. that just changes everything, and that makes you wanna bear the fruit of Christ because our citizenship is in heaven. So we really want to present Jesus in our actions and be that, how does the Bible describe it? Like the aroma of Christ, you know, like the fragrance, the sweet, sweet smelling fragrance of Christ. Like, um, yeah, it's just that whole thing about being a light, being the soul and light of this earth, because we sometimes we get annoyed with non-believers and get frustrated. Like, why don't you get it? Like, can't, can't you just see? But 
in reality, I a lot of the time I feel sorry for them. Like I pity them because they mm. do not know Christ and they don't know how beautiful it is to be in a relationship with Him. And I think, um, yeah, it just has given me more patience to realize that actually, it it's a gift from God, and I am so lucky and so blessed to have received the gift. And I just pray that. Um, other people will receive that gift too and ways that I can help God doesn't need my help but um, he's willing enough to use me when he wants to and so yeah being um, representative of Jesus through my actions can possibly maybe help somebody to um, know Jesus as well Um, yeah I was talking to someone the other day about that and they were like the hard thing is that it only makes sense to you once you, like, give your life to Christ. Like, mm, that's um, so true. Like, you kind of have to make that step before it, before it like, actually yeah. all lines up in your head. Because I can totally see how from, an, like, an outside perspective it would actually mm. be, like, what? Like, that's so crazy yeah, how... um Because it is so incredible. Like, it's mm. uncomprehendable to us. Yeah. Colossians 1, 4-6 says, Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for older saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you, since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. Mm. So yeah, that kind of just shows we have our hope in Jesus and in heaven and we want to share the gospel with others so that they may come to know the truth as well. And um, I just think that it's so cool that when we see our eyes in Jesus, our um, actions are mirroring God's actions and His. Um, that's what ultimately what we want to do to um, be more like Jesus, compare yourself to Jesus, strive to be more like Him, but also know that we are sinners and we can never reach perfection. But Christ has done enough for us and he has made us enough by um, his incredible gift of grace to us on the cross. Um, Yeah, it's really hard to find our identity, let alone um, in this type of world we're living in right now, you know, how there's so many lies out there telling us what we are, who we are, telling us we have to discover, I don't know, our sexuality, our Um, there's a lot of stuff we apparently have to discover about ourselves but that's not our identity our identity doesn't have to line up with what the world says our identity can line up with what God and the Bible says and Mm, yeah yeah I think especially with our age group and like our target age group for Mm. this podcast I guess like as teenagers like we are literally being told like now's your time to like learn about yourself and find yourself and then Mm. This is like I I literally notice like the people around us in this age group, like because we're being yeah. told this message like go, figure out who you are like people are getting so mm. lost in that and yeah exactly like the whole labeling thing as well like is being encouraged within that kind of stigma like mm. go f- find how many categories you fit into like that yeah exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I won't lie, I've been sucked into that <laughs> whole thing as well. You know, I've been, I believe those lies yeah. before, but that just makes me even more passionate about don't believe those <laughs> lies because it's not going to fulfill you. Only God can fulfill you. And um, that the media will continue 
to press his agenda and it will continue to tell us these lies and people will continue to believe it. But that's why it's become even more important for us to spread the truth because, because the truth will set you free. And that is the most amazing thing ever, you know? And that's why also we need to constantly be reading our Bibles, reading the truth and focusing on Jesus and praying to God because that is how we become closer to Jesus. It's not, it's not, um, I think a lot mm -hmm. of the time you do it for the gram. You post Aww. it like, hi, I'm reading my Bible today. <laughs> like, I'm so cool. Yeah. But in reality, yeah, that's not, that's not your true mm -hmm. relationship with Jesus. Your relationship with Jesus can only be found with Jesus. Amen. And you need to spend time with Jesus and not, not what other people view you as because of how you say you spend mm -hmm. time with Jesus, yeah, yeah. if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ephesians 2, 19, 22 says, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, and him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Oh, that is a mouthful, and it's such a beautiful metaphor, though. Um, you know, we are no longer strangers and aliens, but we are fellow citizens with the saints and mm. members of the apostles and prophets. Um, it's kind of cool to think that I'm in the same family as them. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's kind of off topic, but <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, it's also like emphasizing the um, idea that we need to surround ourselves with people who love Jesus, Jesus as well. Um, yeah, but Jesus mm -hmm. is the ultimate cornerstone. He holds the whole structure together and we're living in his structure. We're living in his family and, you know, we're loved by each other and by Jesus. And that is a powerful, powerful thing. And it is so cool. Um, but yeah, that is kind of what we wanted to talk about this episode and... Yeah, so we're kind of just going to wrap this up by discussing what we've talked about this whole season. Um, so yeah, this season's been about identity and we talked a lot about worldly labels and having an internal perspective surrounding Jesus and really focusing on who he is rather than who we are mm. and how that kind of affects every single part of our lives because we're constantly focused on Jesus, you know, and that's yeah, we can find assurance in who he is rather than who we are. Yeah, find our confidence in who God is, basically. It's kind of what this whole thing's been about. Finding confidence in who God says we are and who God um, has ordained us to be. And it's never going to be an easy thing. Like, we're all going to struggle with trying to figure everything out. But that's totally okay. And that you yeah, just need to know that we're running this race for Christ. And we're running this race to find eternity and to... Um, show Jesus through everything that we do. Mm. We hope that you guys have been encouraged by this season um, and hopefully you've learned something. We've definitely learned a lot, I think, just talking about these topics and preparing mm. for them yes. and talking to each other about it. Like, so many, um, yeah, we've learned so much as well as, like, hopefully you guys mm. learned something. Mm. Um, yeah, and we're super excited for season two. Yeah. We're probably going to take a little break and plan lots more exciting stuff mm -hmm, but we have yes. so many cool things lined up yeah can't wait sure. yeah I think it's actually crazy how much I feel like I've grown from the beginning of the year to now yeah like I feel like a changed person <laughs> and 
I honestly do. Yeah, no. Like, I feel like a completely different person, you know what I mean? I'm so excited for season two. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Like, literally, I'm so pumped. Like, we've got so much stuff planned. And, yeah, we get into season two because we are focusing on quality over quantity right now. And we just want to glorify God mm. in everything we do. So we want to put the best in everything yeah, that we do. Felt yeah, that's why we're kind of just wrapping yeah. it up now. Yeah, a bit earlier than we were going to. Thank you so much for all of you guys support it's mean it's meant a lot mm. to all of to uh, <laughs> it's meant a lot to both of us and we're so happy that you guys have been like tuning in and listening and um yeah even caring about what we have to say like yeah. i think that's just so cool um we really appreciate it a lot <laughs> but yeah shall we pray mm-hmm. dear lord father um I just thank you for the assurance that we can find inside of you, Father, that we can, yeah, just be assured of our salvation and be assured of who we are because of you and that we have a confidence that can only be found in you, that we can feel fulfilled and purpose because of what you have done, Lord. And I just thank you that um, we don't have to do anything to deserve anything because You've done it all for us and you gave us this beautiful gift of grace and we just thank you for that, Lord. Um, I pray for anyone listening to this podcast that you really um, touch their hearts and just help them to pursue you and to um, look to you in those in those hard times, Lord. Just um, heal anyone's heart from any broken um, brokenness that they're feeling inside this world, but give them hope and encouragement and just, um, yeah, really be with them throughout any um, tough moments that they're going through. And I just thank you for this opportunity for both Lily and I to be um, speaking about your word and to spread your gospel and spread your truth. And I just pray that anyone listening could have, um, you know, gotten something out of it and leave feeling encouraged and inspired. And I pray that um, they listen to, um, that they hear what you wanted us to say and nothing that, um, you didn't want us to say, but um, just, yeah, your word and your truth alone. Um, yeah, in Jesus' name, mm. amen. So good. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We love you all so, so much. Yeah. And see you in season next two. Next time. So excited. Yay. Bye, guys.